You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. guys this is tyson from the big shiny podcast just wanted to let you know that we partnered up with geek show podcast hello sweetie podcast the geek parenting podcast and most importantly the watchtower cafe and the fine folks there to do a school supply drive throughout the month of august if you show up to watchtower cafe with school supplies you will get a free coffee or lemonade your choice so help out the local school teachers and drop off some supplies. Uh, you can find information on this on the Big Shiny Robot Geek Show podcast, Hello Sweetie podcast, Geek Parenting podcast, and Watchtower Cafe Facebook pages. And this will end on August 31st, so be quick and bring those supplies. Let me show the traction on one. Scabby Himmler. Yeah, uh, you guys I'm kind of weirded out how much my two German dogs really like John. It's kind of creepy. Because he's Hitlerish. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite. He's Jewish. Oh. <laughs> You're Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense now that I look at you. I guess I've just never really drank you in. <laughs> Episode number one, Drinking in John. Drinking in John. Drinking in John. Oh, Jesus Christ, Delilah. All right, honey. Oh, God. Drunk little Germans. Oh, man. Oh, we got to stop doing these big shiny sober casts. We need to move them back tonight. Thank you. We, I didn't want to say anything because it's weird. Cause your microphone's about two feet in front of you. Remember into the mic. Oh, are we start? I, start. <laughs> I thought we were just talking. This is like no, the no, the no, casual no. talky lead in yeah, part okay. that we do. And then I I go look for the best part, and that's like the one edit I make to the show. We, we call it a soft open yeah, or I'm, a cold open. I'm tired of doing these these shows sober. We'll get it back when we all stop having lives. I feel like the Bohemian owes us three months worth of beer. Yeah. For yeah. This next recording. Shout out, Bohemian. Where's our get beer? Get us our beer. Fucking beer, bitches. All right. Well, welcome to the Big Shiny Sobercast. This is uh, episode something, and we're talking about things. 89? Yeah, I think 89. 90? I could look at the drive and tell you. Really Last one was 88, but I think we have one more. No. Nope. 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 Well, there you go. We've reset the numbering so many times. Not in 88 episodes. That is true. I think I'm going to call out Hello Sweetie because I think Rebecca made some <laughs> comment about how they've been doing their podcast longer than us. And I think she was just looking at numbers because it made me chuckle. Yeah. Because I think we've done like a million episodes. Sorry, girls. We started in 2008. Yeah. We've been doing this shit for six years. So, mixdowns. That's not how math works. Jason. I know. Episode but I don't think we started it right when. Is it 08? No, it was no, like uh, no, it was 2010. It was, it was, it was like my second to last year of college. My bad. You're right. It was 2010 because I lived in that house. I lived in the Echo Dome in 2010. Yeah. This is yep. technically like episode 300 and something. No, because we were only doing one hour monthly episodes for the first two years, so yep. we only accrued like 24 episodes in two years. That's true. I think we've only actually done like 130 or 140 episodes total. But we've still been doing it longer. Giggity. Can we mansplain this for them? 
<laughs> I don't have it in me to mansplain anymore. Uh, we're talking about uh, TV and movies and shit this week, and we have a guest with us for the next four quote unquote weeks. He is not, he's we let Rebecca out of the basement. We let Rebecca out of the basement, <laughs> and we brought in our number one fan, according to him, and maybe our only fan, Shay Ludwig, and our friend, and our friend that too, our pokey hunter buddy and friend. Only once a month. <laughs> That's true. When Tyson's not up in the hills playing Brokeback Tyson. <laughs> Whatever. Can't be Tyson's the Wishes best he Tyson. could quit you. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, Shay? Wow. How do I follow that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. My name is Shay. I, um, <laughs> my hands are smooth and my hair, I got great hair. So <laughs> what more can you say? And he... He home produces Justin Timberlake fan music videos. Follow me on Facebook. <laughs> and you get all that goodness. You get all access. Um, all right, let's jump right into it. I want to start off with the killing joke. I watched that. I also watched it. I did not. I did not. Then you two can shut the fuck up. Uh, not you. No, no. I <laughs> John, what'd you think? Much like Barbara Gordon within the killing joke. <laughs> I wanted it at the beginning, and I regretted it at the end. It was, <laughs> it was. I don't know if it was just too built up in my mind. Like I was really excited. I was for Mark too, yeah. Hamill, yeah, Killing Joke adaptation, and it just kind of. Like, I wasn't mad. I watched it, but it didn't really. It just wasn't. It didn't climax, you know. Yeah. I liked it. Much like Barbara Gordon. But, <laughs> but like, I'm glad I rented it as opposed to buying it. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't think I'd watch it again. Like, yeah. some of the other DC films, I own them, and I watch them, like, Flashpoint Paradox and stuff like that. Like, that, those are all great for me. That's the other thing. Is like, DC normally kills animated movies. Yeah. It yeah. blows live and action. I don't... This... But they've been pretty weak as of late since they moved into the new 52 stuff. I don't think they necessarily did bad with it. I just, like, as somebody who had no context for it, it was just okay. Well, and it's been a while since I've read the graphic novel for it, and the, the it's a short graphic novel like comparatively so like the first and correct me here john because you probably know better than i do like the first almost half of the movie is kind of padding right like it was a complete storyline made up yeah, by brian azarella for, just for to the film. fill it in oh yeah. see so like the whole spoiler alert batgirl batman hooking up thing the rooftop banging rooftop banging yeah, Which that was a weird, was pretty lackluster. Like they made a huge thing about the R rating. Yeah, and she just like like went for it. There was no romance. It was like, oh, I'm gonna take my shirt off and we're gonna do this. Yeah, she wanted it and she got it. Yep, good for her. But it was just like it just felt so like not genuine. Yep. Because uh, I, I was waiting for like more of a build up for that, and she didn't really seem that into Batman until like all of a sudden it was like five minutes before they're doing it on a rooftop. It's like, oh, no, she's really into Batman, and she's going to get hers. And then, like, her yelling at him on the phone later when she was like, it can't just be sex. It doesn't have to be. Like, it just seemed very juvenile. Like, it didn't. Yeah. I mean, at that time, she was, like, 17, if that. Yeah, which is makes it even weirder. Oh, see, yeah. in my mind, she was, like, college, like, 19. Well, I think they, they aged they her age for the bit, movie. But, but, like, in the. But, oh, in the storyline of the comic, <laughs> yeah, she's, like, the original 17. One, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> and then like her weird, like her token gay friend at the library that like 
tried to drive plot points seemed. <laughs> yeah. like, he, he was like the he was like the one that was na- that narrated everything that's going on. Yeah, like, like Barbara they, Gordon wasn't interesting enough to narrate it herself. <laughs> Therefore, they had to put this dude in there to like make her life interesting. They needed someone to mansplain what she was thinking <laughs> through the whole through the whole freaking thing. Yeah, because like, that was the only context you got into what Barbara Gordon was thinking and her motivations was by these conversations and him pretty much narrating what she was really thinking because she wouldn't talk about it. Right. And so that was really, I don't know. It was just, it was, the whole thing was mad. I mean, once they jump in, like the halfway point, like I felt like it got a little better once they jump into the actual killing joke material. But by the time the credits rolled, I was just like, all right, well. Without spoiling it, the ending too, like, is that how the comic ends? I, Isn't that the whole point of the Killing Joke? Yeah, that, I, I never read the Killing it. Joke. It was just—it it felt just, like they just gave it like an art house ending, and I'm like, that's very open to interpretation. I, mean, I guess. I mean, I get the juxtaposition that Batman and Joker are essentially the same person, and that they're just—they're both crazy. Just one of them's evil, and one of them's a quote-unquote superhero. But. I, I just felt like if they needed to pad this out to make it a longer feature then film, they shouldn't have done it. Well, I just think there's a better way they could have done it because the instead of adding this whole Barbara Gordon as Batgirl and this romance with Batman stuff at the beginning, I feel like they could have instead explored the little like more of the theme of Batman and Joker being more or less the same per, like two sides of the same coin. And the whole kind of theme of the, sh- the movie where, you know, everyone's one bad day away from just going batshit crazy. Because that monologue was actually really good. <clears throat> yeah, it was really, really good. And I feel like they could have padded that aspect of it and added things there instead of this. I don't think you needed to create a relationship between Batman and Batgirl to drive home the impact of her being shot by the Joker. Like, Batman, <clears throat> Batman and, and uh, Gordon's relationship is plenty to drive to drive that you know right because it's it's not even really about her getting shot it's about the aftermath of what he does to gordon right trying to prove that he can break gordon who yeah, is exactly. supposedly the white knight or whatever right exactly yeah so i don't know it was fine it's worth a, it's worth a watch i think i just wouldn't recommend buying it like no. if you can pick it up from Redbox, or like you could probably like what, rent it on amazon for plus i mean if nothing else just despite the plot problems and everything uh kevin conroy and mark hamill Doing awesome. Batman and Joker is always good stuff. Yeah, so. well, and, and like, there is some redeeming the fight scenes. I mean, like Batman fighting was exactly as I envisioned Batman fighting. Like, no fucking around. Yeah, just oh, you have a thing. I'm gonna make you not be able to breathe at this thing, and then I'm gonna punch you out in one hit. Exactly, so that was good. So there's definitely some positives to it. I don't know. They nailed the creepy midgets as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was perfect. Yeah, I hated yeah. those things. Yeah, what, did a. Uh, so did Batgirl get raped? They kind of. So there's the, yeah, that's a whole debate it, as like, to whether or not Joker sexually assaulted her, or did he just take nudes afterwards, or if he just yeah took nude photos to mess with Gordon. Like Is there's a whole debate nudes against somebody's will, the same as rape. I'd say it's probably the closest thing you can get to it without <laughs> actually doing it. <laughs> I mean, I think he raped her. My Joker. Would right. rape a crippled woman. That is, really? Yeah. See, and, and mine isn't concerned with that enough to bother. That's fair. He's more worried about fucking with Batman through Commissioner Gordon that it's like. Yeah, and I guess. Because I feel like if he was if if he was going to rape a crippled woman to mess with Gordon, he would explicitly yeah. 
illustrate that to Gordon to, to break him even further, not just hint at it, especially everything he put him through. That's a fair point. So another awkward This topics. is the debate. <laughs> this is why it's a debate. Mm, I, I what do you think, Nick? Sounds like a real dumb movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they took something that didn't need to be there and extended it even further. Yeah. Much like Joker's penis. Well, they could have easily just made it a half hour. Yep, 45. Like it, yeah. Batman the Animated Series episode type thing and release it that way and charge half the price for it. Yep. But anyway. You're bleeding. I know. Okay. Just the good news sure. is, is uh, she's going to be Oracle. <laughs> huh? The cool thing is she became Oracle. Yeah, that is one cool thing, I guess. I mean, makes it all worth it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get mad computer skills unless you get paralyzed. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, she's like, guess I better learn the HTML. <laughs> Design a mean website. Well, I'm not going to win that handball championship anytime soon. All right, uh, let's talk about the phenomenon that is Stranger Things, uh, one of the new Netflix series. I haven't watched it yet. You're an embarrassment. I know. You are missing out. I, yeah. I, I know. It's on my... Holy, how old are you guys? I'm 32. 30. 31. Jesus Christ, you don't even know your own age? No. <laughs> I don't need to know. After 30, it's all just downhill. Yeah. Why do you need to know? I'm 31. It is everything from my childhood mm-hmm. with like this supernatural horror twist it was yeah it's like, like stephen king and john carpenter and the goonies and the goonies yeah. fucked and made a baby <laughs> and this, that wasn't super eight yes. yeah yeah because super eight yeah, was not it's, as good as it's this. that's what I, I keep hearing everyone compare it to super eight in that like it's what they wished super eight had yeah. been super eight only it's had like, one good scene and that's yeah. where the monster's tearing the gas station attendant apart to blondie the rest of that movie is not good yeah well, let's let's hear you guys. Like, why, what makes it so great? It's, so Besides it's, the fact that those three '80s icons. It's, yeah, fucked. that's the thing. Is it feels like yeah. like the music feels like John Carpenter. Like it feels so much like a John Carpenter movie, and there's Carpenter references through it. The music is like all analog '80s synth. It's Just, great. The title it, screen. Oh my god. Stephen King. Con- oh my god. Yeah, the title um, screen is straight off. Like I think they used the same font that Stephen King has on a few of his books, and then the story is just a great little small town. Creepy mm-hmm. mystery. And the way the kids are, like, portrayed, like, the way those kids interact, like, their entire world, the whole show is almost from their perspective. So this isn't really spoilery, but what drives the whole story is something happens to one of their friends on the street. And they're trying to explain it to the police. And they're like, you know, in Mirkwood, he, he, something, it happened in Mirkwood. And the cops are like, where? And when you think about it, the road is, like, this creepy road that goes down in between a forest and... It's like, oh, they're, you know, Markwood. Yeah. And so just like the way the kids are like, everything is about like the Demogorgon and their D&D campaigns. Like the whole world is colored through their eyes that way, which oh, is cool. really cool. I dig it. It genuinely creeped me out. Like, yeah. I'm not a big horror guy to begin with, but like they focus on the kids for so long that you kind of forget what you're watching. And then all of a sudden, gruesome murder slash yeah. weird wall stuff. Jesus. Yeah. It's... It's cool, and the way they do like the douchey teenage romance stuff is actually really good. And like, there's some really cool character stuff with whatever that Steve. Yeah, yeah, that's really neat. Um, his sister's actually like a pretty interesting character. Like the one of the young boys' sisters doesn't suck. They like, kind of do the John Hughes thing and then change it out at the last minute yeah. from what you'd expect. She clearly has an eating disorder. Clearly, but, like, is still hot. Like her head's too big for her body a little bit, where you know it's not meant to be that way. But... Fair enough. Yeah. 
It's it's a great. I, I listened to an interview from the writer, uh, creator, and she like even like the little figures they use in their D and D campaigns. So in the eighties, those were print. Those were made from lead by this company that's now defunct because you know you can't make lead figures. And so they actually went out and had them made from something similar, so that the weight and the texture would feel the same and sound the same like on set. Like just the the, the lengths they went to make it authentic. Just All the little details are so neat. And Hooper, is it Hooper or Hopper? Hopper. 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 He's awesome too. And there's, once you finish it, there's like a lot of theory, like fan theories and discussion about like who Hopper really is, which I thought was pretty cool. Get your shit together, Tyson. All right. Yeah. I'm excited. It's the creators. It sounds like it's about to be picked up again. Nice. And they well, I mean, have it's... three seasons of storyline outlined and for this And it's going to be all the same, the same town, same kids, yeah. right? They I... left it open-ended too. At the end, you're kind of like, oh. Well, okay. the view numbers for it have, are bigger than House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. And Daredevil. Obvi- well, obviously. I, Daredevil I wish, is huge for them. I almost wish that they wouldn't continue with the same town and kids. I almost wish they would just leave it like it is. Like and serialize do a, it. Yeah, and just do a new Stranger Things and a new town with a new threat. Like I think that would be really interesting. Kind of like Fargo. Yes. But I haven't watched Fargo yet. <laughs> He's going to take your word for it. That that's how Fargo well, is. I remember you guys and talking I'll about Fargo. Go in all in and agree with you on it. Hey. <laughs> exactly like Fargo. <laughs> exactly what Shay says. I, I watched Fargo. <laughs> I know we've talked about Fargo, so somebody here has watched it. I just don't know who. <laughs> Not so, yeah, Lucas. it was, uh, it was Lucas. Uh, Stranger Things is amazing. Um, Not hearing a lot of good things about Suicide Squid. Um, Which is what someone put on here. <laughs> Suicide Squid. I entertain myself very easily at work yeah. with these, with our agenda. Yeah. I just saw it two days ago. Do you regret your decision? Yeah, I do. Like, I went into <laughs> Did it just make you more pissed off like than you already have been? Kubrickian. It was like Suicide Squad or how I tried to stop worrying and learn to love the bomb. Right. And I did not love it. It was a pile of shit. <laughs> It just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I heard Jared Leto is like the worst thing to really? happen to the Joker. Like I would have taken Cesar Romero's skeleton. Is he alive? I don't know. I'm <laughs> pretty that. sure he's dead. Either way, we only want a skeleton. Yeah. yeah. It, it was god awful. Really? I mean, just that like, bad. It was so shitty. The fact that they're talking about making spin-off movies and sequels of this is upsetting. Like, See, I didn't think it was that bad. It was Tom, you never think it's that bad. That's though. true. Like I, but he I, also never thinks it's that great either. No, yeah, he's like, always just he's like, such it a was middle, a thing. It, it was a thing, and, and I saw it, and I spent a time side, watching Tom. the thing. Pick a side. Yeah, it, make a hard stance. There's no hard. <laughs> I don't have to take hard stances on this podcast. <laughs> it was um, like there was some obvious problems. Like Katana could have just not been in there. I don't. There's no reason to have Katana there. I mean, we learned about how much time do we spend learning about Katana? 15 but seconds? Tom, she talks to her sword. She does talk to her sword and wears a crop top, which apparently is why she was in the movie. Um, Harley Quinn. I, I don't like Harley Quinn anyway, so I thought she was fine, but I had some issues with, like, the obviously framed butt shots, like the constant, like... Male gaze. That like, was the... Redeeming like, part of the movie, <laughs> but that, and that's the problem, right? Yeah. But not for me. <laughs> for me, to see less of that. She's like, "Where's the dead shot? Butt shot?" See, and I thought Will Smith was pretty good. I liked. There were some definitely. I don't. It was just fine. 
there was nothing. <laughs> There's nothing about this you're telling me that makes me. No, I'm trying like, to think. Here's like, my favorite part about the convincing. DC movie, the movie pro- universe is that they are just like, fuck it, we're going. Yeah, dude. We're going, we're going. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, this is three movies now that they've come out with since they rebooted, like, their universe with Man of Steel, right? And they're all just, they're ranging from, it sounds like, piles of shit to things that are like, eh, well. Well, they did a I bunch mean, of reshoots for this, this to made, try to make it better. Well, and right. the Batman trailer versus has cut Superman look like Citizen Kane. That's honestly how I feel I, about it. It was. I, yeah, they tried to shoehorn too much in, and there's a lot of dead points. Like, I still think my biggest. The one thing that confused me the most is there was this whole buildup where this guy, one of the guards, is in a casino, and he gets like 10 grand in the hole and gets taken to the back, and the Joker shows up and is like, we're going to do so many things together or something, and then nothing ever happens. Oh, no. <laughs> like, he slips her a cell phone. In front of an entire army. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> fooled you. Yeah, fooled yeah, me. It was Killer Croc. What? What was dude, the point of that? He it was... was like the most stereotypical <laughs> black dude. Dude, he was the token black guy he as an alligator. So <laughs> but you guys, it's okay because he's you know he's more greenish. And they <laughs> fucked up his whoever mixed his audio. Just like Bane should be shot because you couldn't understand him. Like all the time, he's like, like when they ask what he wants, he's like, burr, burr, burr. yeah, not to be racist. And I had to fried chicken waffles. Like he was, wow, he was the like you know. Um, have you watched Boondocks? Yeah, watch Boondocks. You know the crazy black guy Please in Boondocks that loves white people. Yes, he was like that. But Uncle more Ruckus. He was like Uncle Ruckus, but with like more draw, so you couldn't understand him. You know who deserves some credit though is whoever's mixing these trailers for these movies because so, they're the, it's the only reason. I mean, I wasn't that interested in Suicide Squad, and then like one of the trailers was kind of like, oh, okay. So interesting fact about that. So you mentioned that the show got some reshoots and recuts. Mm-hmm. The first half of the movie was recut by the trailer house. Oh, really? They had the trailer house that did the good trailers recut the first half of the movie, and that was probably. The best edited part of the movie. It's stopping. It's not working as well now, but it's like with Man of Steel, like the trailer was like, oh, okay, this could be kind of cool. I I like where it looks like they're going with this. But then the movie really wasn't that. And then Batman v Superman. It's like, okay, well, Man of Steel wasn't great, but if they cover some things and then it's like, oh, the trailer. The trailer looks, all right, I'm kind of in on this. Like, I want to go see it. And then I go see it and I'm disappointed. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe the issue with the movie is they couldn't decide what to do with it. Because I feel like, um, well, not the the witch is it the witch. Well, they wanted or? it to be like Guardians. Guardians. they're Guardians of the Galaxy, right? What they wanted, but it like to be. when it and, and I just don't think they could pick a tone because like when the Enchantress was just dark and like looked like the girl from the Ring and was kind of shifting around the room weird, she was fucking awesome. Mm. And then she was blue and doing a weird dance to summon a garbage portal. Did you laugh once in the movie? <laughs> Honestly, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I did. Was I don't laugh at all. No laughs. It was like all the jokes were like those terrible jokes that the Hot Topic kids tell that aren't funny, but they think it's funny because it's shocking. Like dead baby jokes. No, dead baby no. jokes are funny as shit. Yeah, this <laughs> This is like... Did not have the wit like, you know, wisdom like, of dead baby like, jokes. It was, it was it, horrible. Like, you know the person that, like, acts obnoxious in public because they want attention? Right. Like, all the jokes in the movie were that. Got it. Did you see it, Shay? I did. Well, what are your thoughts? I told you you better speak yeah, up on this goddamn podcast. Because you didn't want to interrupt he didn't, Thomas. He didn't, uh, Dude, that's the only way you get a, you get a, a word <laughs> in it. I saw it with Shay, and I remember even after we left the movie, you were pretty quiet about it. You just kind of, so I would love to know. Well, because I had seen it the night before. <laughs> Wait, you, you went Ooh. through it again? That's what I didn't want to admit fight, that I paid fight, to see fight, it twice. Fight. Um, 
but it was just one of those things. Oh, there's nothing to do. Let's go see Suicide Squad. So I did, and then uh, regretted it. There's actual suicide. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, my post says. I hope I make it out of this movie alive. Suicide Squad. Um, I loved Amanda Waller. I thought she played a great Amanda Waller. Viola Davis. I like Viola Davis. A lot of people I know don't, but... And again, I, I love Will Smith, so I thought he carried the movie. There was parts about Margot Robbie's character as Harley Quinn that I really liked, but that was the first time anyone's really seen Harley Quinn in actual like human form rather than in you know animated series. So, um, but yeah, it was just felt very forced, and all the like classical music tracks they were playing took me back to Guardians of the Galaxy, and now they were you know playing off of that and stuff and. Yeah, they did try the Guardians of the Galaxy, the soundtrack. Well, and it's just did such a, as well. it's such a weird. Like I've thought, even before, like some of the trailers made me even halfway interested in it. I thought it was so fucking weird that they were jumping into a Suicide Squad movie, like already well, in this it, universe. Yeah, like, it, it's it, like there's this massive, like earth-shattering thing, and like Superman. Well, I guess. Technically, Superman's not available because he's dead. Mm-hmm. But like, so you're telling me that like Flash, Batman, any other B or C list DC hero is just busy during yeah. this like massive citywide event that's a terrorist attack? Well, they're not. Wink. And then she brings him. Well, I don't know if we want to give away spoilers, but leads up to Justice League like oh, right. after the credits roll, which I was really stoked for until I saw that Jason Momoa picture playing guitar. And I was like, so what weird. in the actual fuck? <laughs> like, we can. I, I want to segue right into that because so far, all I've seen of Aquaman is him pouring a bottle of whiskey over his body because reasons. Jim Beam. <laughs> and then he's playing guitar in like a band. Like, what in the actual fuck? It's actually making me more, more on board. Because like, I, I figure, like, it's so. This whole DC universe is just so fucked sideways anyway. It's like, yes, he better be in like a Metallica cover oh. band. <laughs> <laughs> and there better be a crab that's leading the band because yeah. you know Sebastian. They just need to hire a, like they need competent editors. Like yeah. they're every one of these movies has been shittily edited, and Zack Schneider just sucks. But the one common thing like that I think we have all said about these movies, and I, I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but as far as like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, like I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman. Oh, he's yeah. awesome, and I thought he did great as Batman. But the material and the plot line fucking sucks. And even Henry Cavill, I like him as Superman, mm-hmm. especially his Superman and Batman v Superman, because I think they lightened him up a little bit. Like, he didn't seem so broody and depressed all the time. Well, and I liked What's Your Bucket as Lois Lane, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I know a lot of people don't like her as Lois Lane. Pass. But Thank even you. then, it's like she's yeah, not the she's worst part of the movie. Lois Lane. Hey, man, yeah. she fought those flying monkeys like a boss. She's one of the worst parts of Batman v yeah. Superman. Yeah. That but that's, it's not her That's as a stretch, man. Right, but that's what I'm really saying. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I think, is a lot worse. The plot points that they push on her are the worst. Well, right, because it's just like random things to get her Involved. in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's really a non-starter. But then I, Wonder Woman comes and saves the day. And yeah, but that's the, the but that's the other thing is like <laughs> how concerned should we be now because the Justice League movie again they're tricking me because I'm like look I'm like watching the trailer I'm like okay well well maybe they'll pull their heads out of their asses for Justice League and all likelihood. There's nothing telling us that that's going to happen. And then following that, you were all everyone's finally getting a Wonder Woman, mo- Wonder oh, Woman movie, and a lot of people are hard up on that trailer. They can like, oh, so this is good. Go- yeah, this is going to be but awesome. Wonder Woman's going to come before Justice League, though, right? No, no, I don't. 
Well, yeah. I think yeah. it is. Wonder, Wonder Woman's Woman's like June. Release. And apparently, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but somebody that worked on the Wonder Woman movie outed it saying, it's the same bullshit that well, everyone's beginning. The and then the director came yeah, out she and came she's out. like, she debunked that whole thing. So I'm optimistic for it. It looked amazing. It gave me chills. Like, Right. But as of right now, we've got three movies in this universe that say it's going to suck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking at looking at the history so far and the world building that they've done. I mean, it, and even if Wonder Woman, even if her film is the but, exception, I mean, Wonder Woman's happening during her? World War Two, right? One. 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 So, I mean, they don't have to really follow any, like, the one shining chance for this movie is they don't actually have to follow anything any the until they freeze her in a block of ice like Cap and bring her back, or however they're going to transport her 60 years into the future or whatever. Just have her mm-hmm. banish back to Themyscira. Yeah, but... But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. They, they the one saving grace of this movie to me is that they don't have to do anything that is tied into this universe in this movie. Right. Marvel did it better. Let's just they, leave they, it at that. And, yeah. and that post credit scenes, like it might as well have been it. Samuel Jackson. Yep. Offering our role. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and is it? And that's the thing that I don't understand is like I can't, I honest to God can't figure out why Marvel did it better, but it's just so much better. Like everything. I think it's because they spent 10 years and... planning it out, working on it, and actually putting time in rather than yeah. just trying to pump better, it out to compete. Better writers, better directors. And they're also going to be comparing Wonder Woman, her movie debut, to Captain, Captain Marvel because it's like oh, yeah. the first superhero woman leaving, leading an entire movie. Well, and, and, so. and a lot of that trailer for Wonder Woman, like, and I'm not trying to belittle, I'm really excited for Wonder Woman. But there was a lot of like the original Captain America tips in that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's Wonder Woman, the first Avenger. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. might as well call it that. Yeah, and that's sad. All right, we don't have a whole lot of time left. Um, do we want to talk about HBO's new shit, Preacher, or whatever Ghost Bomb is? Ghost Bomb is because Ghostbusters fucking bombed. Oh, did it? it, it did we it, talk it didn't about even that come close bit? to making its money back? Oh, yeah, shit. which so with a movie you've got to hold on. Should we save this? For next time, when Lucas can try no, to rationalize this, he out can't. As being <laughs> no, that's what we're doing. <laughs> so everything that you guys said about Suicide Squad is what I said about Ghostbusters, because it had the same problems of just bad jokes and bad editing. But it got way better reviews, and it still performed way worse. Suicide Squad's already made more money than Ghostbusters. Do you so think it's the cast? Do you think? I it's... think it's just the idea, and then it's not. It's not the same kind of blockbuster, but they put so much marketing money into Suic- or into uh, Ghostbusters that they're fucked. So I think the movie's budget was 150, and they haven't made that back yet. So you need to not only make your money back, you need to double it in order to be successful because all the marketing money right. is there. So it's basically a loss for Sony. Well, what I heard is that they they've passed the 150, but that's worldwide, yeah, which isn't like enough. It, well, yeah, exactly. It's still not enough. They're still calling it a, a complete failure, like for Sony. The likelihood of getting a sequel now is pretty much mm-hmm. nothing, which sucks because, you know, I, I don't know. I would have liked to see seen a sequel. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't have its problems, and I can't compare it to Suicide Squad. I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but I really enjoyed the hell out of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was way – I thought it was ten times better than Suicide Squad at least. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's that's a huge bummer that it was such a fa- – like, and, it didn't have a – I don't think it had the audience that they thought it did. I don't think so either. And, I mean, right now, I mean, for the last, God, what, 15 years now, we've been in, like, superhero 
nirvana for films right like that's been like the thing that every other movie has to compete with right now i mean you've got like you know steven spielberg movies that move their release date to avoid having to compete with any superhero yeah. movie it and doesn't this, matter what it is this mm-hmm. ghostbusters didn't couldn't figure out what it wanted to be either because it was half wanting to be a comedy and then half wanting to right. be like an action movie and it didn't do a great job at either one so it didn't have a core audience really well and i think like as much as we don't want to admit it that like vocal minority on reddit really damaged the movie because i i can't remember where i was um I think I was getting a beer with somebody. Oh yeah, I was getting a beer with Esteban at this little pub over in West Valley, and we were just talking about Ghostbusters. And the waitress walked over and was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't go see that because I heard it was just gonna be terrible, so I just didn't even go." And we were both like, "Actually, it was pretty good." And she was like, eh, "I don't know." People on the internet said it would be bad, and she just walked away. So like, while people like us may have been like, "Whatever, fuck it, I'm gonna go see it," how many millions of people heard from a friend of a friend that it's gonna be garbage and just didn't? I was actually thinking about that. That I think it may have had more of an impact. Then there was more opposite, though, like all the press was about how it's like doing so great. Like all the reviews were great. It's still. Yeah, but I'm not talking about press, but I'm talking talking, like, I mean, the people on the Internet, like commenters and yeah, like Facebook friends sharing things like, no, I saw it. And this like, I mean, there was like a whole group on Reddit that had like tens of thousands of members on it and they the whole point of like the reddit thread was how can we prevent people from going to see this movie like how can we spread the word and and this these are like the sexist assholes that like from day one when they announced that the cast was all female they're like nope not my ghostbusters yeah, I mean, and they started women this, aren't funny everyone knows that. everyone knows that. it's actually it's funny. and they and they can't wield <laughs> proton packs i mean these are just basic biological facts <laughs> and well, this Reddit group made it sure to drive that point home. And, and, and that's think... the problem is that you've got t- if you've even got tens of thousands of people that like they're really dedicating their time because they have nothing better to do than to shit all over this movie. You got to think I'm not saying that's why it bombed. I'm not debating that it had its problems and that had something to do with it. But I, I can't help but think it maybe added to it well, and like I think, just a little bit. You know, to add to that point, like, you know, people like us and even like people a lot of people like we follow all the news and we check news updates and we keep in touch of like what's happening now. But you know, for most of Joe Schmo, they, you know, they probably heard that one rumor and that's all they've heard about it. Right. Like their Facebook feed isn't full of nerd news and reviews and stuff. It's probably full of like, I don't know. What does everybody else like? (laughs) Just other shit. You know what I like? Well, and if anyone's like me on the internet, like if I see uh, an article posted for a movie review or a video game review or anything like that, like take No Man's Sky, for instance, right? Like it's getting trashed right now in like a lot of like the big video game outlets. I mean, not necessarily trashed, but like pretty lackluster reviews. But I'll read the comments section to see what people who are actually playing the game like what the, and depending on the discourse depends on how far down the comment section i go because right. we all know how that can get right never read but, the comments <laughs> but like some of the rebuttals in there from gamers are like well i've played this for 10 more hours and it does get better because of this that like they have a like a logical like thought out rebuttal to it and i do the same thing with like movie reviews you know and so if, if these i don't know it, it's an it doesn't matter. Like I, I don't think at this point they're probably. I don't think they're going to greenlight a sequel for this for as much it's effort. Cost them. I think there's seventy million in the hole right now. Ugh. I think as much effort as it took for them to get this movie just made in the first place and the rights for it. I don't think they can invest any more in it. I do see them maybe trying 
to go get a different off director route. and a better writer. That's what they're doing with the, the new animated series. They're going to be coming out with uh, the Ghostbusters, so they're hoping that's going to still carry the franchise if they don't end up making mm. a second and I, but I wonder live if that's action even show. Because they um, were going to start that off with a feature-length cartoon well, movie. Well, and I wonder, I mean, and look at it from the perspective of like these studios, and I'm not trying to say businesses are people, but these studios are run by people, right? And imagine you try to put your heart and soul into something, and the internet is vocal and angry about it, and then it comes out to good reviews and you still don't hit your budget, like that's not gonna motivate people to go in and create this again, let alone maybe even want to assess the budget. Yeah. Uh, it was fucked from Except the day DC. those Sony hacks came out. Yep. Yeah. Um all right, anything else you guys yeah, I mean, last we could touch thoughts. on? Why did they not make like Harold Ramis one of the villains, like a digitized ghost version oh, of Harold man. Ramis, <laughs> like hidden somewhere in there? It would have been amazing. Yeah, I've been thinking about it since I saw. It. Also, Nick, what did you think of the editing of oh, Ghostbusters? Oh God! <laughs> when you don't have an accurate <laughs> transition, ugh. When your act two to three doesn't make sense, your movie's not going to do good. Needs more star wipes. <laughs> I could use more Chris Hemsworth. But... All right, guys. Uh, join us next week. We'll be talking about comics. Is that what we do on the second episode? Sure. I don't remember. All right, guys. Catch you later. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at bigshinyrobot, hashtag bigshinypodcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Copy Out Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots. 